The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on our next episode on Lessons in Success. Here in the studio, I'm with uh, Dr. Michael Troyer. Morning, Anna. Good morning, Michael. Today, it's my turn to be the source of questions, and Anna will provide the answers. Uh, So we're going to switch roles just for a little bit and enjoy ourselves. Our topic today is how to close a deal something we all face, the challenge of getting someone to buy what we're trying to offer. So let me start by, why, are, why do entrepreneurs struggle to get the close on the deal they're trying to make? Well, I think that the main reason why uh, we struggle, I'm putting myself in the same um, group, closing the, the deal, is because we feel that we are pressuring, hard pressuring the customers to purchase our product or services. We sound like in our head, we suddenly decide that we are this uh, old car salesman who is trying to press the customer to purchase, which should not be the case. Is it true that we, to some degree, undervalue what we're offering, either ourselves or the product or service we're delivering? That is one of the reasons why we fear that just because, you know, every time we go and talk about our product, we think that we're charging too much or are they going to pay for that? It's kind of a mental block for a lot of us. And we don't go into this other mental thing, mental thought where you have to put yourself in a position you're solving another person's problem. So every single time you're thinking about, I have to make a sale, instead of thinking about, I would like to make a sale, you have to think about, okay, how can I help this person? So you have to understand what their problem is, you're saying. Absolutely. And and usually when we talk about um, closing a sale, um, number one, you have to think, what is it for that particular customer to to purchase your uh, your product or services. What is it for them even to listen to you? Would it be true that an entrepreneur is always kind of worried about selling successfully every time they're in front of someone? It, absolutely, yes. And, and I think that's kind of the challenge they have because every single time they're thinking about, okay, I have to sell, I have to sell, I have to sell. Because, yes, the truth is if you don't sell your product or services, you will not have a business, bottom line. Everything is the bottom line here. And they don't approach this uh, particular process with, okay, how I can help. Number one, I mentioned this uh, already, but I usually go through three main steps uh, when I talk about and when I'm closing a deal. Number one, I usually ask questions and listen. A lot of the people out there, they, they don't listen what the customer is telling them. 
I mean, think about from the customer perspective, when they're trying to purchase a product or service, they usually, they're confused, they have a problem they want to sell, solve right away, and it's pretty much, I want this solved right away. They don't care about your product or service or the benef- or the, uh, the features you can throw at them because a lot of people, a lot of business owners or even salespeople, they will get on the phone, talk about their product alone. I understand that you're very proud of your product or services you provide, but let me tell you something. The customer do not care. They care only about their problem at that particular time. So step number one, you have to ask a lot of questions and listen. Don't talk. If you're talking more than the customers, you just lost the deal. Step number two, I usually um, usually have to uh, show empathy. How do you show empathy? Not sympathy, but empathy. Well, that goes from step number one. If you're asking them questions and you listen, already you have convinced the customer that you're empathetic to their problems and challenges, and you're trying to find a way to help them. And step number three, confidence. So when you recommend how they will solve their problems, you have to make sure that you do this in a very confident way, uh, in, in the confident manner. It's, for example, I'll give you an example um, with the doctors. When you go to the doctor, you usually will go and they will take your temperature. They will ask a lot of questions. They will go through um, a lot of uh, diagnostics. And at the end, the doctor will diagnose you. They will, and they will, when they give you the diagnose, they're very confident of what they're diagnosing. So it's the same, um, I think it's kind of the same um, thing. It's you're going through this particular process with the sales. When you're diagnosing, you base this on your experience, that you're confident that you will give them the right product and the right service to help with their problem. And why would I buy from you if you don't believe in your product? But I really like the idea of not jumping right into that selling effort, but giving some time for that, that person to tell you the challenge they're facing, the problem they're facing. Um, I know I often listen for something in that that engages me as a part of that problem, but the caution I have to give myself is not to immediately go to, well, gee, I did this, da 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 because they don't want you focusing on your example of their problem. They want you helping them solve their problem. I'm, I'm thinking of the times that somebody says, well, I just broke my ribs last week and I had to, you know, they put a big uh, wrap around me and somebody else says, yeah, well, I wrecked my knee last week. And it, that is, they've always got a counter to what you're talking about as opposed to listening and saying, ah, I understand that. Can I ask another question about it mm-hmm. uh, and, and keep that process going? People love to talk about their own business. They really do. Mm-hmm. So if you lead off with that, you're going to have a good conversation and improve your chances of getting the sale. Are there other things that we can be more effective about doing to close that sale beyond what you've shared? Those are three good steps. Usually when I go and talk to um, 
to a potential or prospect uh, client, what I do is I usually will say that um, I will take only 10 minutes of your time. So when I say I'll take 10 minutes of your time, and if we already have allotted half an hour or an hour for our meeting, that immediately puts the the potential client or the potential person you're talking to at ease in their head is like, okay, I will tentatively listen for 10 minutes only. So it, it puts their mind at ease and they'll listen to you because otherwise if you go in a meeting and all these customers are bombarded with multiple salespeople or multiple products. So every time they go into the meeting and they know that it will be 30 minutes or 40 minutes, it's in their head, they'll start thinking about everything else they have to do after the meeting rather than listening to you. So start with with statement, I'll take only 10 minutes of your time. And my recommendation is you have to be ready in five minutes doing your pitch. And that requires some rehearsal, I think, probably. That it's like the elevator pitch. You've got to have it down. You've got to be clear and, and not take too much time. So is there, are there some recaps you want to offer up then as we kind of summarize what we've talked about? Well, I think that if you stick to these three steps, ask questions and listen. Number one, show empathy. Number two, and step number three, confidence when you are solving their problems, it will give you to close the sales, not every time, but majority of the times. And think about, again, think about what is it for the customers. Don't think about your product alone. And I think about the fact that we also so often undersell ourselves. But the moment we do that, if it's clear, we've also lost our confidence. We're showing that we don't have confidence in what we're doing, and that's going to lead to a lost sale. So we need to be sure we, we ask for what we believe is our value and probably then bump it up a little higher, and that shows confidence. I've, I've lost clients because I didn't price it high enough, not just the ones I priced too high. You have to find that middle ground somewhere. Absolutely, yes. Sometimes, yes, people think that usually the value or the price tag you're associating with the product, it brings more value if the price is higher. Yep. And, and people value it It's a it mental game. Yeah, Absolutely. It is. it is. This has been a good conversation this morning, Anna. Thank you for all of this. Where can they learn more about all of our podcasts? If you need any additional information, in fact, our podcast, you can find them on Spotify, iTunes, um, However, if you would like to connect with us, please email us. You can find our contact information on packers.com under the community page, the Green Bay Packers Mentor Protege Program. Thank you, everyone. And, and thank you, Anna. It's been fun to have you on the other side. This is Michael Troyer. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.